Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm s- like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, presented by TLR Coatings. And is it Liat Protectives, Braces, Liat Gear? Liat Protectives. Liat Protectives. Liat Protectives. Also on board with us for this show. Um, we are back, wrapping up uh, where the championship starts. Daytona. Yeah, whatever. Dude, championship doesn't start till Daytona, bro. Our shows don't get serious till Daytona. Now our shows are serious. What about outdoors? When do our shows start getting serious? Redbud. <laughs> no, that's false. I keep going at Redbud. You like level off after Redbud. Yeah, that's true. By Redbud, I'm over it. We've been we've been so many weeks. But anyway, um, so anywho, uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on all the major social media networks: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, link is down here. So we're at the Moto Aftermath Show on all of those. You can follow us. Cole runs the uh, Twitter. So if anybody's a fan of Cole, who is not in studio because he was actually at the Daytona Supercross and we were trying to get him on, but he apparently is busy this morning. So we don't have Cole with it us is, at is, all. He's with us in spirit. The OGs are here. The OGs are here. This is an OG show. Mm -hmm. The originators, the first people... God, we've been doing this for a long time, man. Three years, man. It's like it was it's like, not a long time. It's taken not a long time. It's taken time off my life. You know what we need though? Haircuts. <laughs> I know, right? This is horrible. Yeah, I know. This it's is horrible. Like a, horrible. Um, so anyway, uh, if you want to support the show, um, you can uh, buy something on Amazon. I know everybody shops at Amazon. I don't know why we're not getting more Amazon people here. There are links in the description below. Literally, all you got to do, click the link. It takes you to Amazon. You don't even have to buy what the link goes to. All you got to do is click it. It takes you to Amazon. Buy whatever you want on Amazon. I think people are just waiting for that uh, giveaway. We are going to do a 1,000 subscriber giveaway, probably some Liat stuff, um, so make sure to uh, like, subscribe, and comment. Be cool uh, to do a... Because uh, we were getting close. We're within like, uh, we're at 4, 8.33 this morning when I checked, I think. Be cool to do like a uh, specialty. I think it is. I think you're right. I think it is 8.33. Be cool to do like a specialty show for our 1,000 uh, subscribers. We could do a specialty show. I don't, know, I don't know what it would be. I mean, I know last year we did a, uh, on the off week, we did a uh, we Q&A. Okay. Yep. We did a Q&A show. Yep. But that was just, like, for something to do. Maybe we'll do a pulp-length show talking about whatever in the Supercross and Motocross world. That'd be pretty cool. We've been trying to do that for a while. A five-hour five, five hour show. That's going to have to be, like, on Saturday or, or Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yep. I'm going to need, like, a few beers. That would be good. Actually, you know what? <laughs> we could get a fifth of Fireball and every time and play a drinking game while we do it. Jimmy! 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 Oh, that would be great. Oh, We're going to have to try that. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, like I said, the Amazon link's down below. Totally helps us. It doesn't cost you any extra. You just buy stuff on Amazon. We get a small slice of it. So that's awesome. And you don't even have to buy what the links are for. So just just put that out there, all right? It's in all the show notes, whether you're listening to this on the on the podcast, you're looking at, watching on Facebook, you're watching on YouTube, whatever. It's all down there. Anyway, that helps us. Also, if you'd like to buy a T-shirt and or hoodie... Shit, I have hoodies here for Ed, and I was going to hold one up to show people, but I don't have it with me. We're anyway, so organized. We here, are guys. great at it. It's Honestly, awesome. it took us 35 minutes just to find the mount for the tripod this week because I haven't been using this tripod. It's been a great morning. Um, anyway, uh, so there will be a link down below to Teespring page. You can go on there, buy T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies. My girlfriend's got both. She's dedicated, man. She bought a T-shirt and a hoodie. I yelled at her for buying them because I would have bought them for her because it's my show. Um, but she still proceeded to do it. Anyway, I, I didn't really yell at her either. It was more of a like, dude, why did you do that? I would have done that. But you just you anyway. thought it was necessary to backtrack on that one? You could have stood your guard. <laughs> in just in there, the Me Too movement era we live in, oh, so that's I not, that's it not, was better to backtrack on that that's one. That's not. It's not. Anyway, it's not um, also, point. if you just want to give us money, and we will send you something. I'm not sure what. We will send you something. Uh, Patreon link down below, too. You can donate that way. 
I wish we could do like a uh, like, meet and greet type thing, but we're not that cool. I can't afford that, man. I would do it at Indy, but I can't afford it. Really cool if we could do it at an outdoor race instead of just random people coming up and be like, hey, we watch your show, and it's like, hey, whoa, that caught us off guard. Yeah, I mean, we, we, don't could, we cool. might be able to do that at Redbud. Maybe. But we can't tell people at Redbud that we're doing that, like the actual people who own it, because they'll try to charge us like 900 bucks. Yeah, pretty much. That's what that's what they do. I tried to get a, a booth for the coding company, and they wanted 900 bucks. plus I had to pay for everyone who was going to be there to get in still. It doesn't literally was 900 bucks for a 10 by 10 square of grass there. Doesn't surprise me. For me to not sell anything other than to just give out cards. Pretty much. Seems great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Daytona. Um, what you think of the track? The most Supercross-style Daytona I've ever seen. I thought it was great. It was oh, all right. Uh, I think that we're that's where we're at now. I think that, uh, you know, Ricky's been doing this. He said it a few times. Like, he's been doing this for 10 years now. Um, people kind of always bitch at him and stuff just because, you know, it is Daytona. It is Did you same. like how he threw that out there? We're, I don't know if it was in practice or the main show. We was talking about designing the track, and he's like, you guys don't understand. I have this area yeah, yeah, and this area yes. and between it and this, and I designed well, another lane. They didn't let me put it in. Like I said it in the group text. It was like straight rhythm with sand. Yeah. Like, it was cool. It, it was great. I mean, it, 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 even though it didn't really show it throughout most of the night, like, it made for great racing because it just it forced you to ride out of your comfort zone because you had to push through the transitions a little deeper because other than that, everybody was just kind of doing the same thing. So it, like, forced you to, like, push the edge a little bit and then other than the rut separating people. But it was the most super style Daytona, and I have I've witnessed 24 of them. And, like, this is, like, the most Supercross Daytona I've ever seen. Um, it was cool. I mean, it was a change of pace because we know what we get when we go to Daytona. It's the more outdoor style, longer transitions. It gets a little bit rougher. Rut still got super deep. Um, yeah, I, I liked it and stuff, but... I liked it for the fact it was racy. It yeah. wasn't like, what was it, two years ago when we had all those switchbacks and mm-hmm. inside, 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 everybody inside, stayed tight, yep. yeah. Um, I will say, though, that I think, I think that rhythm section uh, before the moguls... Um, where it was like the three quad quad yeah, quad. Yeah, it was like, was was like built a little small. I think a, I think when we watched twenty seven people blitz it. I think a lot of people like are gonna look back and go, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do so many odd offs in the section that long, because like things can get real dicey. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, I don't, I haven't listened to the press conference, so I don't know what any of the, I know, any of the guys have said. I haven't listened to it um, I think that it just it was the most supercross style Daytona I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah, I mean, and that was literally just all jumps. The whole yeah. thing. I mean, it was just literally, other than the beach sand section, which you always have that at Daytona. So it was good. I mean, it made for good racing. There was a few sections where a lot of the corners it got by the end of the night, it was just kind of stay tight through them because you couldn't really carry momentum to the outside because of how rough it was getting going in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it was good. I, I think that you might see it a little bit more tamed down next year. Uh, uh, that's just my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I liked it, you know? I thought I thought it was great. I thought it created actual good racing. Yeah. So I, I thought it was great. There was nothing to, like, like I said, that rhythm section, you got you could tell a lot of guys getting mentally fatigued because you had to be so on point the whole entire time. Um, I think that there was no real separator other than that one rhythm section, and then once everybody got it dialed in after the second practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a little bit unfortunate because you kind of always go to Daytona, and you always have that one section where, like, only three guys are doing. Kind of like a couple years ago when Stu was jump, Like, even late in the night when Baggett and Tomac were going, hitting the wall yeah. and watching it. Yep. But, like, there was a wall a couple years ago. Like, Stu was the only one jumping into the gator pit from the wall. You know, or he was the only one clipping the top of it and wheel tapping out of the gator pit. So there's like that was unfortunate. There was no one section where like you just see one or two guys doing. But it, it was good. Like I said, I, I think it'd be a little more tamed down next year. But yeah, I, I liked it for the most part. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah, it's great. So comment below with your thoughts on the track because we like to go back and forth. Justin doesn't comment. I do. It's okay. Cole comments. Cole does also get in there and comments. So all right, so cool. Does Matt Nelson. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. All right. Either. Let's move on. Let's uh let's get into this 250 race. <laughs> race. Race. You want me to run down this finishing well, we, order? We usually try to figure out like where to start off and talk 22nd about it. place, Jason. What not, the 
fuck happened to him? Dude, he ragdolled hard coming out of the coming out of the whoops. Okay, thanks for fucking up my fantasy, Jay. Yeah, I know, dude. Luke Neese. Okay, we're not gonna go through like from. Let's just figure out. Justin Winter. T.J. Albright, nineteen. Chase Markey, uh, eighteen. Henry Miller. Again, actually, I had him on fantasy. He fucked that up for me, or what? Uh, where's my fan? This would be where you talk and fill in the blanks here. We gotta try to figure. (laughs) Screw your fantasy. Instead of me, just yeah, Jace Owen really screwed me. Okay, at eleven. Anyways, actually, Henry Miller screwed me too. He only had a five, dude. Ah, man, my fantasy is just so. Scored 142 points on Pulp yesterday. I don't even want to do the show anymore. I'm upset now. Okay, anyways. Anyways, what are we what are we starting off with? Okay. Seriously. Alright, let's start with Party Marty. Tenth place. He kinda looks over it. Dude, like just retire, bro. I think I think Mitch is probably just retire. I think Mitch is probably looking back going, yeah, man, should have signed Mark or uh, Amart. Yeah. (laughs) Should have signed him. Dude, because after he after he lost it in the left hander before the on off, and he just how slowly he got up, and he's just like, I'm done with this. Maybe it's because he's not training with Red Dog anymore. You know what I'm really curious about is, and I don't I don't know if this was talked about, and if it did, was hashtag I completely home missed life. it. Um, hashtag home is life. he signed for outdoors? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I'm gonna be really curious, and we've talked about this. I'm gonna be really curious to see what happens if he makes it through this whole Supercross season without an injury. And he, because uh, I mean, so far, you know, he's had there's been no issues, which is a lot better than last year. Um, I'm really curious what they're gonna do if they sign him for outdoors, because I highly doubt Mitch just signed him to ride Supercross for one year with Probably. how much money he costs. Probably. Uh, that's gonna be a shitty outdoor season. <laughs> Hashtag Justin Hill. No, that's gonna be way worse than Justin Hill. Yeah, it's Martin's gonna be like doing three laps, and then once we get to like when it's 90 degree weather, he's be like, I'm out. I got cramps. <laughs> I got cramps. I got cramps. Uh, yeah, so who else? Um, I mean, the next one on the list here would be Josh Osby. That was good. Place. Yeah. That's I think he just kind of gutted that out because he was struggling really bad in practice and in the heat race. Should have picked him for fantasy. Yeah, me too. Because uh, I was a little disappointed with Sipes. I kind of I knew that Sipes' yeah. outright speed Sipes 14. wasn't going to be there, but I figured he could just outlast people because of his endurance because he's doing a GNCC today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he just kind of... That kind of show, though. I mean, he hasn't. He's only been riding Supercross for like a few weeks now. Hey, hey, hey! Surprise! Thomas Covington qualified for the main. Oh yeah, and he's hurt. He's still hurt. I think he's just kind of uh, hurt. Well, I don't know if it. I don't know if he's hurt or he's just mentally beaten. But like I said, we kind of know that. That's not even something that we're making up. I literally heard it on Bolt this week too. Of like, Steve Asimut. Is he really hurt? We know that he's just here for outdoors right now. This first year. He's just got to make it through. Like, was it JT? Somebody was throwing some major shade on Paul Adam too. Because they're like, he's not even a great outdoor rider. Ooh, I don't know. And I'm like, ooh, that's uh, interesting. I don't, I don't know about all that. I mean, that's... Do we know, is Hunter Lawrence coming to Supercross? I don't think Hunter Lawrence is coming to we're just, we're just going... He's riding again. He's we're riding going. again. Okay. But I... Because he's, he's back. He's still in California right now. Uh, I highly doubt... I, I'm thinking that Ziggy and my shack probably told him, hey, man, just kind of like uh, Supercross is done with. Just get ready for outdoors. Be ready for Hangtown. Sure. But uh, whoever... I don't think JT would say that because JT knows how good Covington is. Some, somebody said it. Well, whoever said that doesn't know their ass from the was either It was either JT, Steve, which I don't think it was Steve. I don't remember Steve. And I don't think JT either. Paul Parabinos? Paul Parabinos? Who's the guy that Dean's Wilson? Paul Parabinos. Paul Parabinos, because he was on last week, or um, the guy from 100%. Uh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah his name escapes me, too. I know who you're talking about. What's his name? His brother's a mechanic, dude. Yeah, um, uh, 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 Charles Castle. Yes. So it's one of those. Because that's who was on the show. I'm going to think more Charles Caslew, and I'm going to have to call bullshit on that. Uh, Covington is a damn good outdoor rider, and he has proven that the last two years in the GPs with wins and, like, literally coming from, like, eighth with okay. ten minutes to go and winning. Okay. So I'm going to have to call bullshit on that, and I respect Charles Caslew because I was around him a lot when he was racing. Okay. Um, but what, what, what did we expect? We The did kid expect- literally is getting thrown into Supercross at age 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, what 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 do we expect? So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw heat now. If he does this next year, that's completely different. I'm not throwing shade right now. Um, Should have negotiated an outdoor only contract. 
How about uh, Kyle Peters, though, leading that race for, what, good three laps? That was solid. That was good. That was solid. I mean, he dropped anchor real quick when things well, started happening quickly. Kyle Peters. But, once again, the shit on Kyle Peters show. He continues to get top tens. Continues. Continues. Seventh place, and that's inside the top ten. That's just That's good. Like that's good for him. Tenth, ninth, eighth. That's inside. And I think that uh, when we go to Indy, he's had good luck at Indy. He's good in the deep ruts. Yep. Not a lot, even though Daytona is it's soft ruts, not tacky ruts. Um, so I think that he's once again going to prove, and I I really wish they would have signed him for outdoors, because I think they only have A. Martin Enzo Lopes riding outdoors. I think him and Jimmy D. were on. I don't get money. They don't have money. So I mean, dude, they're going outdoors. That's an with, issue. They're going outdoors with one four fifty rider. That's also an and issue. I've also been hearing rumblings with that being the case because knowing I have no idea what happens with Weston, they might be calling Dean Ferris over. Yeah, yeah, that was a big topic on the Pulp Show too. Is like, and I don't what know how are they going to do because it's. Everyone's under something. the impression that Hill has an option of outdoors, so he doesn't have to ride. <laughs> well, we'll get, we'll get I, to it. And actually, they, the talk was they don't know what the option is. Is the option he can choose not to ride it, or is the option they can choose not to have him ride it? Well, if I'm him, with the way his outdoor season went, other than Southwick, I ride it, because he rode better outdoors than he's doing at Supercross right now, other than last night, because he rode good. If I'm the team, I get him off that bike as soon as possible. Because Well, then you have no season. 450. But the problem is, you if you get him off, you have no 450, guys. Oh, I would find somebody. But who, though? Who I, don't know. I don't know, but I would find somebody. Call the bear. No, I don't want Tyler Bowers on my outdoor. He's, dude, he'll wax his Bowers' ass outdoors. As uh, mediocre as we believe that Hill is outdoors, which last year proved that he wasn't, dude, Bowers is like a 15 to 20 guy dude, outdoors. Dude, call Party Marty. He podiumed 450 Maybe. outdoors last time he rode it, dude. I would still try to go after somebody from Australia. I'd try to go after Dean Ferris. I, I, I don't think that there's a better option. Is is up and down as Hill season been, I don't think there's a better option in the States right now if Hill doesn't ride. I guess. I think you have to go overseas to do that, and there are guys over there that have different contracts. Now, if Dean Ferris went over, that'd be a storyline, because Dean Ferris is good. Dean Ferris is damn good. But uh, call, call T-Dags. I would like to see Tyler Medallia ride outdoors. That would be awesome. Yes, it would be. Call T-Dags, dude. Yeah, seems like a cool kid. I heard him on the Pulp Show. He's, he's badass. Dude, he's cool a badass. I wish he would have rode Daytona. Seems pretty cool. How about Brandon Hartraff, though? Just slowly, just... Quietly keep, getting just better. Just keep getting better. Quietly getting better. Keep getting better. Keep getting better. Quietly he's getting finally better. showing what he can do when he gets starts. You know the rumor I heard the other day? That Jacob Hayes is going to be on an actual team next year. Like, a, like not, not Rock River. <laughs> Okay, that was a that was a wrong. That was the shittiest thing you <laughs> could ever say. Christian and Denny, I know you don't watch the show, but he's lying right now. You are a real team. You guys are a real team. That, You're was, a real that team. was exactly what I meant. What I meant. <laughs> a factory team. All right, let's just go. Run it back. Let's run it run back. Run it back. I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> he is gonna be on a factory team next year. Is what I've heard. Um, I could either see it being JGR. Because he's from North Carolina, and we talked about this when we did the preseason show. I don't think that was what they talked about. I don't. But I, no, that's what we talked about. I know, but I don't, I don't think, think that's what they. I think that are J, about. I think JGR is impossible. Well, if Martin's done next year, I can see him on Pro Circuit. I that was what I heard was either Pro Circuit or Star, is where he's going. Ooh, I don't know how they're gonna do Star though, man. They got a bunch of guys that are signed up. That's a lot of different. I mean, dude, Frenchy still got it. Oldenburg, Nichols. I mean, maybe that'd be cool. I guess. How long is Oldenburg's contract for? Mm, I think he has another. Year on, a, year on his contract. So this year and next year. I don't know, man. And I'm not going to take Jacob Hayes over Mitchell Oldenburg because Mitchell Oldenburg will smoke Jacob Hayes outdoors. Maybe. Which is also another curious thing. I'm curious to see what Hayes does outdoors because yeah. it's been a long time since he's rode a 250 outdoors. Um, Alex Martin, though. I, I kind of expected him to do better. I think uh, fifth is solid for him. I think it's good, for but a I, non-supercross guy. But it being Daytona. Daytona, I know that one. I I think he would have done better, but that was good. Um, on the other hand, it's getting us closer to Mitch being on the Pulp Show. Yeah, because, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure Amar's going to beat Martin in the points. So. Yeah. Because well, he's like, what, eight I, points up right now? I think we were two points ahead of him, and now we're a fifth over a tenth. Hold on, I'll look it up. Keep yeah, talking about him. He's uh, he's doing a lot better than I expected. I think it's that bike. I think with the new, uh, the new engine package, because um, we know that's always been uh, Suzuki's issue, the 250Fs at least. I think that uh, it's you know he's getting off the line and um, we are now seven points up. Yeah, I I think Amart's gonna gonna be. The I point. hope so. I really hope so. I'd like to hear Mitch on the Pulp Show. So I, I would. would be I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see Mitch on the Pulp Show and get about like four beers and a shot in him. Oh yeah. And just like start talking about the '90s and McGrath and it'd be awesome. Spitfire Honda. Um, but Oldenburg at fourth, dude. Solid. There was a, there was a time when Super he was solid by when he was pushing forward past Amart Peters and Hartraft. 
there was a time where I was looking at where Cooper was, and he was only three seconds up, and I'm looking at Oldenburg, and I'm going, ooh, I'm like, he's going to catch him. He's going to catch him. And then he missed time a couple of the rhythm sections. I don't think he got the 3-4-4 the four, four clean. Um, but, dude, the kid is showing that when he's healthy and he stays on two wheels, he has legit speed. Hmm. The kid's good, and I think he's going to be better outdoors. Hopefully. Um, Cooper? I mean, basically our top three are our top three in the East, right? Yeah, but were you a... I'm not the high on the Cooper train, but I was... Are you a little surprised that he was, like, that far off? Because everybody was like, oh, if he's going to get a win this year, it's going to be Daytona. It's more outdoors. But then it wasn't more outdoors. It wasn't more outdoors. It was completely so, different than we thought. But, that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was, wasn't disappointed in him. I was disappointed in Sexton yesterday. Well, I might as well just go into Sexton because there was more. Because I thought with Sexton P1 qualifying... Mm -hmm. I was like, there's that little bit he needs. That little bit he needs to go, yes, I'm better than Forkner and run away with it tonight. And The problem is that he knows he's not. He made that podium speech where he goes, well, I was sick and we just got to beat him and it's coming and I'm sitting there going, Chase, like you, dude. Grew up around you. I like you. I, I, I really think you can get a win, but let's be real. He's not getting a win. He's going to have to hope for Forkner's bike to grenade. Sexton is not... He's not on it enough for 15 plus one to beat Forkner, which is crazy because Sexton is one of the smoothest kids I've ever watched ride. His technique is almost flawless, but he has these lapses. He has these lapses of what Forkner had last year. How about the, was it the heat race start? Where he, yeah, where he got loose it? in the left-hander right after the start going yeah, to the beach corner. Yeah, and yeah, wanted it. He just got loose. Like, I mean, he's like, are you kidding me? A little dude? bit too much rear brake in the back end got out on him. Yeah. But that's my point, though. I mean, and we can just kind of transition into Forkner. Dude, are you are you at that point where you're just like, yeah, it's done, it's over with? I mean, dude, he I don't know what else Fortner has to prove to you on the East Coast. Like this is no, I think he's winning it now. At this point. It, he's gonna win the rest. He's gonna win the rest of the East Coast rounds. There's nobody that's gonna beat him on the rest of the East Coast rounds. We got Indy, and then we go to Nashville, and then we go to East Rutherford. The only caveat I still have is, dude, how many times can you rag down in practice before you hurt yourself? The problem like, is legit that, hurt yourself. They keep saying that, but he keeps doing it, and Carmichael did it, and he was smaller than Fortner was. I guess, man. I don't know. I mean, hopefully he keeps getting away with it. He wins his title, and everything goes. Oh, he's going to win the title. He's going to. He's going to have to. But dude, he'll win an Indy this weekend, and it'll go over twenty-five. If points. I'm Mitch, I'm like, dude, you got to turn it back like two, two and a half percent. But the thing is, is so that I crash. I, but see, the thing is, one of these times, it it, it has to bite him. Dude, I, it just just odds. It has to bite him at some point. I don't like what Fortner's doing, but he's doing something that is also very smart, and he keeps talking about this. He pushes the limit to practice where he knows where his limit is, and yeah. then he goes, I shut it off. I know what my breaking point is. I can't yep, do it anymore. Which I'll give that too. And then he, he never totally crashes in the mains. Yep. He never, okay, so what would you rather have? Yes, you're pushing that limit, and you're going so far over the edge. What would you rather have a guy do? Ragdoll his brains out in practice, get back up, and then fucking never crash during the races? Because I'll take that 10 times out of 10. Because yep. there's guys that do the exact opposite. They'll put in two seconds a lap faster in practice, and then they'll go try to push that pace in the race when there's a whole lot more shit going on that their brain has to process, and then they hit the deck four or five times. Yep. Basically what he did last year. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, man. The, it's over with. Like, he's he's going to, his bike is going to have to blow up three rounds in a row for these guys to beat him. He is just better than everybody mm -hmm. else. He's going to end the season with what? Seven wins. Because I, I, I disagree with what Ricky said, where if both AC and Fortner's championship are locked up, Mitch will be like, just go at it. Mm -hmm. Like, do prove who's the better man. I think at that point, with it being Vegas and Hangtown around the corner, I don't think either of them are going to I win. don't think he's going to say it, but I think that's what's going to happen. What's that? That they're going to go at it in Vegas. I don't both, think so. Both titles are wrapped. They both have them won. I, I, you don't I, think they're going to go at it? No, the reason why I don't think that, because I think this is their best. I don't believe that for a second. I, I don't. I don't. I don't you know I, why? Because this is their best season ever. This is their best season since... The Wilson and Porcel days and all them for them to not only win both Supercross championships but go one two in outdoors. Would you really? Would you really tell your guys two weeks before Hangtown go at it? And I, like this said, I don't think Mitch is going to tell him, but do I think that's what's going to happen in Vegas? Oh yeah. But I think with them, oh, yeah. I think because be like, no. I think I think I think if you look at it, when they raced last week in Atlanta, mm -hmm. you had. Forkner knew he was not better than AC. He not knew, that, that he night. Knew, that he night, knew he, he was not better than AC. That so night, he, yes. That's why when AC went by him, he was like, yep, I'm done. Like, bye, see you later. Yeah. And he and Frenchy got by him, and he was like, you know what? I'm still number one in the East. He played it cool. Played it smart. Which is the maturity. Super player. great. Yep, yep awesome. Mm -hmm. But don't for a second think that the, his, his brain turned off and went, dude, I could get this guy. Like, I could push the pace, especially when there's nothing on the line, and get it. And so you go into Vegas, like I said, and you have AC's wrapped that title and Fortner's wrapped this one. Oh, yeah, I think it is. Because AC is faster than Fortner. I'm going to tell you right now, 
You can disagree with me all you want. AC is faster than AC is the fastest lights guy right now. Period. Period. I still disagree with that. I mean, you can, but in my mind, one, one race he doesn't is the prove that fastest. It do, it's not one race. He's one race fastest, against, it's one race fastest. against Fortner. Okay, so one race doesn't prove that to me. One okay, race. Well, well, on the West Coast, when they, when, they, when they wrap both titles and see, we see it in Vegas, I don't think it's going to happen that way though, because it never happens that way. It's happened one time in the last ten years, and that was two thousand ten. What they're going to? You don't think they're going to both wrap the title before? No, I think they're going to, and okay. I think this whole notion that they're going to just say, "Hey, throw it all on the line, go for it." I don't think so, because that has happened. We thought that was going to happen ever. Dude, we thought that was going to happen last year with Zacho and AP. And it yeah, never happened. the titles weren't wrapped last Let's year. Let's be real. They weren't They weren't mathematically wrapped up, but it was going to take a yeah. meltdown. Yes, which it almost did. And it, all, and it, it almost, almost did, did, because Zacho and AP were like, yeah. Zacho got caught up, AP was having issues. Yep. But we always think that's going to happen. The last time that happened was 2010, when Weimer, Porcel, Dino, and Hansen went one, two, three, four. I'll give, you, I'll give you another example of why I think it's going to happen. AC has won the last two Vegas races. But you he hasn't won you, a championship. You don't think Fortner is going to come out in Vegas and be like, <laughs> watch this, dude. You've won the last no, I three. Don't. I'm going to show I, you that I, I'm the I best. just don't. I just don't. I don't think, I think they will let their egos with how much they've matured. I think AC is fa is faster, and so and he knows he's faster, so he thinks he's got it, and I think Fortner's out to try to prove. Because in my mind, too, the way I see this going, is you have AC came out of the amateur ranks, touted the next guy. He was the next karma, whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it, you know, the guy. And then you have Fortner came out. In a pretty similar manner, dominating everything amateur, and yeah, nothing. So, but now, you don't think their maturity will go against that? With them knowing that they have the best I, shot in years, I think their maturity goes against it. For again, I don't think that they're going to go out to try to hurt each other, mm -hmm. but they're going to go out and put a battle in. And if somebody gets blown off of a berm, off the top of a berm, I, like not like blown, blown, not like ace, like. Fortner's taking the corner, and AC yeah. just comes in and is like, boom, blows yeah. him off. But AC's going to run him off the top of the berm type deal. Yes, I I think that happens in Vegas if both titles are wrapped. As long as they have done their jobs and they have won these titles for mm. Mitch, which is what they're contracted to do, or win these titles, and they're not going out there to hurt each other where they can't ride outdoors. They're just out to literally race to see who is the best. Yeah, I think But they're also happens. contracted to win outdoor titles. Yeah, but again... So what happens if one of them gets hurt? That's part of racing. See, that's, but that's the problem, that's though. You're taking unnecessary risks. That's just all there is to it. I don't think either one of them is going to look at it that way. But here's what I'm saying. Okay, like, oh, man, if I hurt him, like Mitch is going to be pissed. No, 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 no. no. Them getting hurt because too. they ragged out because they're pushing past the point uh, on a very sketchy Vegas track. Nah, I don't think that's the case. Because AC knows he can win that race, hands down. Easily, I don't think. I don't think. And see, I think is out to prove him right. I think that you think AC thinks that, but I don't think AC in the back of his head thinks that when everything is level and they're both clicking, that it's just that easy. Because let's be real. He was better than Fortner. So was Frenchie. But we also have to acknowledge the fact that Fortner was not riding his best that night either. Right. Fortner yes. was not on yeah. point. So I don't think... See, this is what I'll tell This but, that but scenario... Was Fortner, but was Fortner not on point because the track and... I think it was the, the whoops. Night, or was Fortner not on the point whoops. because he was... I think it was the whoops. I think AC was in his head because no, he I, had to race somebody that was faster than him. I think it was the whoops because if you look at it, that was the only place that those guys were catching him was the whoops. I, I think this is, this is what I'll tell you then. If I'm going to go along with your thought that that's going to happen, then I will tell you this. I think that Fortner wins that because I think in the back of AC's mind, he'll go, nothing. I don't I don't need to do this, man. I'm older than you. I get it now. I understand this point. I think that if he's looking at Fortner and Fortner is really trying to prove something, I think it'll be the same thing as it was in Atlanta. I think AC will sit back and go, dude, we got an outdoor title that we can go one, two, and I'll let you go and I'll let you have it. It doesn't. We don't need to prove anything. If it means that much to you to prove that you're faster than me, then I'll let you go win it. I, guess. I think that these two have gotten have matured enough to realize that a pointless ego, my balls are bigger than yours contest at a race in Vegas where you've already wrapped the championship up, knowing that Hangtown is two weeks. Because like I said, what happens in both of them? Because we so don't. What, so what happens in outdoors then? Oh, outdoors? I think they both get their shit tossed. I don't think that. I think that everybody thinks that they're. Okay. I think they get their shit tossed. I think that Hunter Lawrence and Frenchie smoke them. Okay. I think that they're right now. Gonna, they are. I'm not gonna argue that. They are. Leaps and bounds better than everybody else in Supercross. And like I told you in the last show, that I think Frenchie is the only one that could be AC because I don't know what's happened to McElrath and Nichols. Okay. But outdoors, and then we'll get into that when we do our pre preview show, I think that they are two of the guys to be looked at. But outdoors, I don't think they have what it takes to win championships outdoors. I don't think that okay. they can do it for 12 rounds. Fair. But I, I, 
I wish you were right. I wish that I could believe we will get that battle, but it never works out that way. It yeah, never it happens. Hasn't. Somebody will get a shit started. Exactly, and we'll never get to see it. So that's why I don't build it up. But it would be cool. It would be awesome. I would love to see it because then we could finally set up who's better, east or west. Yep. But it never works out that way. Yeah. Hell, it didn't even happen that way in 17 when when Zacho had his issues. And, yeah. you know, and so I wish... But, like I said, I think that Fortner wins the next three, and I, I don't think anybody's close. I, I, I like Chase a lot. I wish I could say he'd get a win. But at this point, if I'm in his camp, I'm thinking, well, we still have outdoors. Yep. Because, dude, he, he's not he's just not better than Fortner. He's not on his level. Yep. So. Okay. That's enough, 250. We've gone long enough. Let's move on. Okay, here we are, 450 time. 450, 450. You guys are right 450, 450. How bad do you think AP's legs fucked up? That wasn't good. I couldn't watch I it. I think he either broke his ankle or broke his foot. You like how he jumped up, took two steps, and then was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Dude. Laid there, took his boot off, like, in the air. Get over here. Get man, over yeah. here. I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that, man, because if he, if he broke his foot or his ankle and nobody really has any idea what's going on with Barsha's concussion, like... I don't know. What does Yamaha do at this point? I mean, you're you're going into the 11th round, and you don't have two guys. Because I think I think AP's done for Supercross. I think so, too. I yeah. think he's done that's, for Supercross. Broke, so yeah, he definitely. Plus, so. Even if he just broke his foot, he's done. Yeah. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. done. He, if he broke his foot, he might be back for Vegas, but at that point, there's no room. No, reason. he's not reason. And like I said, I, nobody has really any idea what's going on with Barsha and his concussion. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're Yamaha, what the hell do you do at this point? And I swear to God, if somebody says, bring Josh Hill back, I'm going to punch him in the throat. Yeah, Josh Hill's a no-go. Exactly. Josh Hill's a no-go. So, like, what do you do? Like, do you just, like, yeah, well, we're done for until Barsh comes back? Or, like... <laughs> because I'm... Uh, Save it for outdoors. I'm trying... Right? I'm dying over here. Yeah, Keep talking. Up. I gotta get some water. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to think, like, what you do because you don't really have any Yamaha guys that are far back enough in the points that you could bring somebody in from a 250 squad and the battery's already at two. Um, shit. Like, I don't know what you do. Let's just talk for a few people, and then we'll take a break and freaking come Honestly, back. though, like, do you, do, what do you what do you do? Because normally in this situation, they can bring up a 250 guy, but there's no real... What are you doing? Yeah, just keep talking. There's no real 250 guys that, uh, that you could bring up. Because um, even if you wanted to bring, like, someone, like... Save it for outdoors. Kind of sucks, dude, because AP was like slowly building, building, ten in the points, I and it's like, dude, I feel bad for him. Um, so who else? Uh, oh, let's see here. How about how pumped Scott Champion was on that LCQ there to get in, dude? No one tie race, buddy. No Dakota Alex. I was really like thinking something's like words were going to be exchanged because like they clipped coming off the dragon's yeah. back. Yeah. And like I I know Dakota Alex, and I was thinking like, ooh, I'm like he's going to say something to him, but he's like, eh, whatever. All right, um, how about Shane on 250, riding 450s, 12th? He wasn't... He wasn't... He was, to me. Yeah, he was riding good. He wasn't trying hard. I mean, you know, he, he was just doing his... I, KT, TLD needed a guy up. I didn't realize everyone else for TLD in the East was hurt, so... <laughs> okay, and when they go back to West, Cantrell might not even be there. Like, yeah. so, like, you got Shane McElrath. Jordan... Jordan's done for the season. Like, I don't think he's coming back. Falk is supposed to be coming back in Indy. Cantrell, I don't think, will be back for Seattle. So, like, dude, you got McElrath right now, and that's it. Yep. And that's why they needed just a bike out there. Just yep. a bike. It didn't matter if it was in the 250 or 450 class. They needed a bike. We need a reason to take the semi to the goddamn race. Exactly. That's all there is to it. Pretty much so. what it was. So, uh, you know, respectable. Um, cause Did like you I like said, the comment Ricky made about, like, oh, I wish more teams would do this. I wish I would have done this because now when you go to the 450s, like. You have a feel for well, how packed yep. it is. I was actually surprised, though, that they didn't ride a 350. Yeah, yeah, but they... <sighs> Let's Budget, be real. Budgets. Maybe. I know. You, they call KTM. They get um, uh Dean Wilson. Did you watch that video of him jumping Dan Blazarian's pool? No. I saw, I the, I saw the thumbnail, but I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I don't either. really give a shit about that. I haven't either. Um, who I, else? Uh, Chad, Chad still in the top ten. I mean... <sighs> I don't know what to think about Chad anymore at this think point. think Chad rides next year? I'll ask you that. Let's go with that question. You think Chad rides next year? Yes, because all of his interviews that he keeps saying he will keep riding until the moment that people stop paying him to ride this win. Who's gonna up. pay him? Well, JGR's going to. You think he's gonna stay there? Yeah, I you think, think he's gonna keep him. Who else? Who else is gonna pay? No one else is gonna pay him. That's but JGR problem. isn't gonna pay. Well, I don't know if you heard the review show they're talking about. Like yeah. JJ Bone told Steve that they're done paying big contracts, so like all of his money is paid from like his personal sponsors. 
I think the mo- I think JGR pays him again, and then they just like, hey man, you're gonna be 38 like after your next contract. Like we're done. We just can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like he's still getting top tens. He's still the biggest name in sport in moto. You know, like let's be real. Like why wouldn't you? You can still market the hell out of him. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Justin Brayton follows up a win with, with a nine bomb ass ankle with a bum ankle. Like yeah. that thing is bum. Yes. I didn't. So. Re- I did not know it was that bad. No. Like his shit swelling. He couldn't get the boot off and like all that crap. So. And Kenny in eighth. Dude, it just... That was just a product of how that section flowed. It was bound to happen to somebody, and it just happened to happen to Kenny. Like Kenny, Kenny and Sealy got stacked up. You know, he made his way through. I think, even though the heat race said otherwise, I think that he would have been the one guy, had he got a start, that he could have latched on the back of Eli and paced him. I don't, think he, I don't know if he would have beat him, but, like, he looked good, real good all day. The bike looked good. He just, you could tell he was clicking with the track. Um... But now he's two points back. And like I told you before we started filming, now this whole, oh, I'm on a podium, I'm on a podium, I'm like conservative. Now seven rounds to go, and he's back at fourth now. He's got to go out and win. Yep. He's got to go out and win. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, he's got to go out and win now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, oh, I'm going to play it back, which I don't know if that scares me or that makes me happy. Like, I'm like. I'm excited. We'll see what he's like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if Kenny having to push the pace again out of his comfort zone to win is, like, I don't know. I don't think he's going to ragdoll or anything, but, like, it makes me nervous. It really makes me nervous on that. Like, is he is he going to push the limit and he's going to have that one lapse again or is he just not going to have it? Which, like I told you guys, I think that last weekend was where we're at with Kenny when he's not feeling it. He's mm-hmm. just going to settle in and take the points. Yep. He's been hurt two years in a row now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he made it back to eighth. He salvaged it. He could, it could have been a lot worse, and he could have been 24 or five points down. So he's 21. He's two back of Marvin Eli in uh, third and second. Um, but I think he's good at Indy. Mm-hmm. He, he's had, he's won Indy before. He, he had that crazy battle in 16 with Dungy where they went back and forth the whole main. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I think he's going to be good this weekend. I, I yeah, I, I'll just say that. So I hope so. I hope so. I need, I need a Kenny win. Did you hear the comment that Ricky made on the broadcast about his dad told him that, yeah, no. it's all in Ricky's head or I'm sorry, it's all, all in Kenny's, Kenny's head. head. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. How about Hill though? Who would have called the best win, the best race of the year for Hill being in Daytona of all dude, places? I, I can't talk about this guy. You have to talk about. I do. I just so what? over Hill. He got seventh. It was his best one, and he got it in Daytona of all places. Like no. Justin Brayton won Daytona. I mean, I don't. Know yeah, but still though, like Hill's season has been terrible, and then the one race that he does good at is Daytona of all places. That have been like last year outdoors. You'd be like, ah, oh, he getting eighth and ninth, and then he goes and gets second at Southwick, like. I don't get it with this dude. I just don't get it. And we and you know what's funny is we always talk about oh his cardio shit. Oh he doesn't train. And then he goes to the gnarliest Supercross race of the year and he gets seventh. So like blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, man. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't. You know what? The Brayton thing that was one thing. Like Brayton's proved he's had the speed to win before. Yeah. Hell, he had won a, a triple crown main before that in Atlanta. But I, I I I don't know. I don't know with Hill. Like I don't understand this kid. Like we talk about Eli's mental struggles. I don't know. I, I think Hill is another dude where it's just all in his head. Yep. I, I don't know. I, I've never seen a person in my life that can go out and get pole week after week after week or get top three in qualifying, and then the best he can muster up is a ninth. Like, that. that's just even dudes that don't have good cardio can get a start and sprint their way to a podium, can sprint and then just hit the wall 15 minutes in and just have just enough to get a podium. But this dude, like, I, I don't get it with him. I don't. I really don't. He just wants to get paid to ride his dirt bike. Fine. Like, go do fucking videos in the hills with your brother then. You think that's what you would do because you could do whatever you wanted whenever you wanted. But I think this one, I don't think this is the last good race we see out of Hill this year. I think they'll have a couple good, I think they'll have a couple more that are pretty good. It's probably Seattle too, like, depending on if it's not a complete shit show mud fest. Um, it's going to be. Well, I hope not. It's a week after next. Um, way too early. So we'll see. I, I don't think this is the last top ten he gets this year. Uh, he rode good. He just it just impressed me that of all the places it was going to be Daytona. Mm-hmm. So that was impressive to me. You see who's next. You see who's next. Yeah. Do you see who's ahead of him? You see who's next. <laughs> you see who was ahead of him, dude. I'm going to take every little victory I can get. Number one, we just got a sixth place finish yeah, at the yeah. gnarliest one, yep. and he was in the top five qualifying all day long. What, yes. did he, what did he end up qualifying? I don't remember. Oh, oh, good. oh we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with Zach Osborne. Okay. Okay. Zach Train.
Yeah, I don't know where he qualified. I'm pretty sure he qualified sixth. Did he get sixth in that heat race? And then he got maybe. sixth in the main. Maybe. Dude, whatever it takes to get the title, man. He's not, getting, he's not getting the title. Maybe we cut a deal with the devil to get the title. Maybe, yeah, whatever, dude. Oh, he rode good. He rode good. I mean, he hit the deck again in the heat race. And you're going to point out who was just ahead of him. Joey Salachi. But hey, look at this. What? Two seconds back. Yeah, he also... I'm going to pull every little win we can out of this. We were only two seconds behind a guy that has raced every single round, and this is our... Well, he's... Fourth, no. Fourth? Fifth? Fourth. Fourth? No, he hasn't raced every single round. Okay, so he knocked himself out. Yeah, he knocked himself Sorry. out. Sorry. Sorry. And then his bike... My bad. And then his bike... He grenade. knocked himself out of one round in and then the bike, main. And then his bike grenaded in Oakland. No, it was in the heat race. Okay, Then his bike grenaded in the... And then his bike we have literally been at... Four four fifty supercross. Yeah, but we also said that. It, and we are we've gone from not finishing to two seconds behind in four rounds. But he we also said that if his best race was going to be anywhere in supercross, it was going to be a Daytona. Team. Maybe maybe this week at Indy we'll get him. Ooh, ooh, I don't what are you going to say when we start beating him? He's not going to have. I mean, well, of course, dude. It's not like he's never going to beat Savachi again. Like, let's be real. He's not like he's never going to beat Savachi again. Like, nobody's that dumb. So he's going he, to so beat Joey. Beating, again. If he's beating Joey, and Joey is a top five guy. Then that means Zacho's a top five guy. Think about what you just no, said. No, because if Think he beats, what, you just what happens if he beats Joey and it's an eighth? It's not technically a top five until you get a top five. Saying. You just you have to get a top five to be a top five guy, and he's not a top five guy what, yet. What if we beat one him? race? Now, if he beats Joey and it's for fifth, then fine. You could say for that moment he's top five. But if he beats Joey and it's an eighth, it's not a top five. I love this conversation because you get so riled up. Face gets red. People are like, yo, you need to calm him down. The reason why I get riled up about it is because it's one race. It's at Daytona. What happens if we go to Indy and Joey gets seventh and Zacho gets 11th? Like, is your tone? That's no surprise to where we've been here. Yeah, exactly. So, So, like, I think. if Joey gets fifth and we beat him and get a fourth. Unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, I think right now the only reason I think the only reason even Joey and Zacho went five and six is because Kenny went down. If Kenny doesn't go down, Joey yeah, doesn't. Probably then we're rolling. Then we're six and seven. So that's the problem. That's the problem is is that like I I don't think that that's gonna happen too much more. Like, but you go to next week, Baggett's not fourth next week. I'll lay money. Baggett's not in the top five next. Probably week. not in Indy. Depending on if the if the I'll dirt. Lay, I'll if, lay money. He is in the top five. If the dirt is consistent with what Indy's been for like the last five years, then no. Mm-hmm. Now, if it ends up like being like Detroit, where it's just rutted in the turns and hard everywhere else, that's completely different. But we know what happens when we go to Indy. That shit is ruts from the super deep. Yeah, exiting corners all the way through crazy. Crazy. Um, Oh, the uh, yeah. Well, you were talking and I don't want to talk like grumble. I don't want to talk over you. Transition. That's um, first. Yeah. So, well, you know, I'd take, mm. are you a little disappointed in Baggett's getting fourth, dropping anchor there? You a little disappointed? I called him for the win, but this is who Baggett is. Baggett, when you least expect it, will go out and win. When he's when you're expecting them to win, he goes out and gets fourth. Okay. Like no, like he wrote great, but. That's just why I don't think Bag will ever win a championship ever again. Probably not, no. Because he's way he has way too many ups and downs. He, yep. He's not consistent enough. Okay, so next question. Is Marv cursed at Daytona? No. I think Marv's issue is the guy who got second is in his head. When is the last time you've seen Marv get that sketchy? It's been a while. Marv, Marv does is it, like super smooth. Marv is like butter. Marv does not get that sketchy. He does not bury it in court. He does not G out. Last night, and, Marv was like melted butter. Yeah, Marv, <laughs> is, fried, Marv is all over the place. I honestly think that Coop's in his head. I think that he cannot handle a kid that used to whoop his ass in the 250 days, called him out, said, Frenchie don't want none, training with him, beating his ass during the week at the practice track, and then following it up by leading a championship. I don't think Marv can handle it at this stage of his career. I don't, I don't think, think so. so either. And I don't care whatever kind of therapy, mental therapy, you want to go talk to your doctor. Like, dude. Is his contract up this year, too? Yeah. Him, Kenny, and Eli's contracts are up. His contract, that's why I made the comment about I don't know if he stays at KTM or not. Because he's going to be 30. I have to get a new picture for back here. That's <laughs> a swap on that Marv photo. No, I, I, I think that, uh, I think, I think Coop's in his head. I think that's what it is. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's anything other than that. I really do. I think that I, he cannot handle getting beat by his teammate, a guy that he does not like. I don't care what anybody says. They do not like each other. No. They are civil to each other because they have to be, mm-hmm. but they don't like each other. It's not like they're going to Panera and getting coffee. Maybe. No. Boy, if Coop's hanging out with Matilda. Don't start that. Just, just don't. Start a rumor. Just don't. Let's just, start a rumor. Just don't. We're not going to start a rumor! Easy. Um. So, Coop. Coop. We're good. Good. Second place. Well, uh, 
I really thought, man, the big bad wolf was gonna chase down. Man, like I told you when when I got here, like this. What do we call Eli? The silent assassin? Is that what they? Call I don't call him? Eli anything. People just think that. I really thought the big bad wolf was gonna chase him down when he got in a second. He had that eye of the tiger look, and I wonder if he like pushed it for a couple laps and then went. Yeah, I'm not going to. Exactly. What was it? What would be the point of that? That's an ego thing, and we can't. Like I said, it's Coop. Yeah, but I, he does that shit. He no, he runs people down, but. It's kind of like what we saw in Detroit when he's not feeling it. He doesn't need to beat Eli. He went in with a 22-point gap over I Eli last need, I know he doesn't need to beat him. So this is the maturation but, thing that we see. Uh, yeah. we, we talk about with AC and Fortner, and I mentioned this when I got here. Maturation a word, or are we supposed to say maturing? I, I, maturation. Call, I said maturation. I the maturing process. I don't know if that's a real word, maturation. Hey, you can check it. It's M-A-T-U-R-A-T-I-O-N. Google this. It's okay. Keep talking. Uh, anyway, keep talking. Uh, we're just we're I'm gonna Google this. Good. You keep talking. Maturation. Go, no, keep talking uh, about. Keep talking about. No, no, keep no, talking how, about much, how much protein is in an ounce of chicken? Maturation. See right there. Maturation definition. Wow. I told you. It's a word. I know words. Maturation. The action or process of maturing. Sexual maturation. Of wine or other fermented drink, the process of becoming ready oh, for drinking, my God. the ripening okay. of food, pod. Can we get back to this? Can we get back to this? Okay, so I'm still sad that I thought Cooper. I would have loved to see. I'd have loved it because if you'd have ran him down, even if you want to beat him, if you'd have closed the gap and pressured him, it would have been a statement. Did you look at lap times? Did Coop slow down or did Eli speed up? Um, Eli's fastest lap was a little bit faster than Coop's, but he did it early. I think he did it the lap after he got around. So Maggot. Coop slowed down. So Coop's. I'm okay. not. I'm not. I'm not trying to say. No, that. no, no, no. I'm just asking because I we, think I, me and Ashley were watching the race and having this conversation because she was watching. Because let's just put this out there. I gotta give a little props to my girlfriend. Called it literally at the beginning of the heat race that Tomac was gonna win the main. And I told her no. Okay, anyway. And I was wrong. Anyways, yeah. I just, I had to do I don't. Uh, anyway, I, but I, again, I was trying to prove that point to her of, hey, is the is Coop slowing down or is Eli going that much faster? When Coop got into second, I think it was like a 6.2, 6.3 second gap. He got it down to like five and then it was four, I think. Mm -hmm. And then it went back up. And like I said, I think Coop looked at it and he goes, I don't need to beat this guy. Nope. Why am I going to put it on the deck when I got a 22 point gap over this dude? Mm -hmm. And this is it. And, and we might as well just kind of transition into Eli. I told you when I got here, and I, I said in the group chat, I'm getting sick and tired of people. Oh, Eli could go on a run. Oh, he could go on. Yes, he could go on a run. He's proved for the last two years that Hashtag he could go on. Race Tech rant. He could go. This is my Race Tech rant, even though we're not sponsored by Race Tech, so it's the Liat Protectives rant. Now we Liat low-key ride. This is not, not. Whatever. Okay, anyway. Everybody keeps saying, oh, Eli could go on a run. Eli could go on a run. Well, wasn't Eli supposed to go on a run after San Diego? Wasn't Eli supposed to go on a run after Detroit? I'm not going to open my mouth and argue with you. You go ahead and just rant, right? So, like, I'm getting sick and tired of this. Yes, Eli could go on a run. He proved in 17 and 18. But the problem is, is that the last two years, I'm pretty sure by round 10, Eli already had, what, six wins, five wins? So through 10 rounds, he has three wins. He could go, yes, he could, yeah, he could go get three or four. But the problem is, is that he has to win the next seven, and Coop has proven that on his bad nights... Second is where he's at, and I think that if he won the next seven and Coop got second, I think he would win the championship by two points. So let me ask you, let me ask you this question. Oh boy. What's more likely, Eli winning seven the next seven races with no bad shit happening to him or Coop doing just enough to get second and winning one race? What's more likely at this point? I will go with the latter. Exactly. And it's not to shit on Eli's performance. He rode great. Everybody knows how good a Daytona is, even though this was not the normal track that Eli is good at. But... Everybody keeps, oh, Eli could go on a run. Eli could go on a run. I'm sorry. We've been here. We heard that after the last two wins, and it never happened. Mm -hmm. And Coop has proven that on his bad nights, it's a second place. Eli's proven on his bad nights, it's a sixth and a seventh. Yep. So if you're going to sit there and tell me, because this was another thing that I kept saying, oh, Coop can't beat Eli when Eli's in beast mode, which we got to call. we got to come up with a different name for that than beast mode, because that's starting to get way overused. It's not even fun to say it anymore. Um, he All can't right. beat him when right. he's... What? No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, he can't beat Eli when he's in beast mode. Fine, you know what? If I'm in the coop camp, I'm saying, you know what? That's great. Because guess what? How often is Eli in beast mode anymore? 5% of the time? Yeah. When Eli's at 95%, coop can beat him. So if I'm coop and I'm Kenny and I'm Marv, who are still trying to battle Eli for this championship, even though we think they're out of it, but mathematically they're not, yeah, fine. We can't beat Eli when he's at 100%. That's great. But the problem is that Eli's only 100% 5% of the time. When he's at 95% or 90%, we can beat him. So that's the question I'll beg to anybody, and if you guys want to answer it in the comments, 
what is more likely? Eli going on a seven-win uh, streak, which that's like, that's not even RC, MC, Stu type shit. Like, RC never went on a seven-race seven, uh, win streak, as, as far as I know. He did outdoors a million different times. Stu, I think the most he ever had was six. MC had some really good ones. But, like, what's more likely? Eli winning out or Coop getting second the rest of the year and doing just enough to get a one win? Because that's all it takes. Mm -hmm. If Eli, if Coop wins, gets second the rest of the year and just wins one, it's over with. It doesn't matter what Eli does. Yep. So, like I said, ask your answer in the question if you want, or in the comments, what's more likely on that one? Because I'm sorry, I'm going to take the chance that Coop's going to get second and just win one more of these. Then Eli winning seven straight races. We should call Weej right now and talk about this because Weej loves to talk about this kind of shit. And also, we know what happened in Indy last year with Eli. That was the race that he was behind Marv and Marv dropped him and then Eli ragged out his brains out and sat on a tough block for like a lap. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we're going to a track that Eli is not good at. Not saying he can't win it because anybody can win anything, but I just, I'm getting sick and tired because every time somebody says, oh, Eli can go on a run, Eli can go on a run, it doesn't it feel like it's almost diminishing what these other guys have done this year? A little bit, yeah, but I, I'm still with Coop's winning the title. Yeah, so am I. So, so I'm all. The only way I will say that Coop, this it's going to become an issue is if we get to round 15 before we go to the break and it's within five points. Yeah. But that point, that means a complete meltdown has happened by Coop, which I don't see happening, or he's had a bike issue. Because like I said, Coop has proven on his bad night, second is his bad night. Yep. I'm going to take that all day long. Hell, Ricky would have took that all day long. Ricky could go out and win four races in a row, and then his bad night was a tenth. Yep. Stu, we know what Stu did. RV even. Coop's bad night's in second place. I'm going to take that all day long. Yep. So. Well, up until this point, Kenny was the only one to finish the top five every single round. Exactly. And now here we are. He has a eight. So, like I said, uh, yes, I'm not saying Eli can't go on a run. Of course he can. But our next four races are Indy, which is super tacky and super soft. Seattle, which may be a mud race, may not be. Super soft. And then we go to Houston, Triple Crown, which I don't know how you want to look at it. You can say that plays into Eli's favor. Play I think Eli's going to win that one, but maybe not. I don't know. Well, I also think it depends on what the track looks like. Because if it's True. blue groove, it's up and down. And then we go to Nashville. Which we have no idea what Nashville's, Nashville's going to be, be like. like. Yeah, Nashville, they're they're either going to be snow on the ground or that's going to be a mud or two. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying Eli can't go on a run. Of course he can. But seven in a row, guys. That's that's like all time hero status. We're going to go from getting three wins through ten rounds and then we're going to just jump to ten for the next seven. Like, come on. If you'd have told me he was going to win ten throughout the year, of course, because he won nine and eight the last two years. Mm -hmm. But you're just going to go from winning three the first ten rounds, then all of a sudden you're going to figure out how to win seven in a row? Like, dude, I don't that's... See it. I don't see it. Even as much as I want to see it, I don't see it. And are you only saying that because you would like to see the points be a close points race? Yeah, it'd be awesome. Because at that point, like, that's what I'm saying. Then we can see bunching again. Yeah, and well, means... we can hear Mathis, like, pitch a bitch. But what happens if we go to Indy and it's just business as usual and Coop goes out and wins again and Eli gets fourth? And then we're back to 20. Are we just going to say that, like, Eli can go on this run every time he wins? Because, like, it feels like people are just grasping at straws. At this a little point. bit because, yeah, like you said, he's won two other ones this year, and it's been the same thing. He's going to go on a run. And one was a mud race, and one was a triple crown. Yep. Not taking anything away from it. But So let's see. Eli's three wins this year. A complete shit show mud race. Yep. A triple crown. Yep. And Daytona. Yep. Hmm. What, is, what does that kind of tell you about how Eli's year's going? Not great. Not if you just told me Eli won Minneapolis? Not great, Lewis. Not great. So, I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to talk bad about Eli. Eli wrote great. He did what he had to do. Know, he has to keep sugarcoating. Yes, you are. Well, I'm only, I think I'm only talking about this because I'm getting sick and tired of people acting like, well, oh, Eli could do this. I think, I think you should get off the internet for a while. Oh, dude, I, I think I, you need a break. I don't even. I think you need a break off Vital. I don't, I don't really, you need to get off Vital. <laughs> I don't really get on the internet that much You anymore. need to get off Vital and just, like, hang out and just watch the race and enjoy it. Oh, dude, I don't get on Vital during the races. That's, like, you'll just get sucked just down. Just gotta get off. Just, just get sucked down. Anyways, so, uh, Indy, and then we have a couple, uh... All right, so, Liat Low Key Ride? For the 450? Yep. Um... Oh, man. You know what? I'll give it to your boy. I'll give it to your boy, Zacho. With the Liat Low Key? Yeah. Oh, because I thought he could get a top 10, but the sixth really impressed me. He regrouped from uh, hitting the deck in, in the qualifier, mm -hmm. or the heat race, I should say. Uh, I'll say Zacho, which is not normally a thing you would think with Zacho, being a low-key ride because he's a top 10 guy. Um, but, yeah. I, I I'm, I'm going to give my Lee out low-key to uh, Shane McElrath for getting a 12th on 250 in, a, in his first 250 okay. race. 
I'm, I, and it was at Daytona. I'm, that's just where I'm going to go. And are we on board that Osby was kind of the low-key ride in the 250 class? Yep. Yep. Either yep. him or our ride, yep. I guess. No, no. Le uh, Leon low-key goes to Osby in okay. the 250 class. All right. So, cool. So, uh, let's get into this before we, uh, then we have a, uh, a, a kind of... All right. Yeah, let's make this quick. So, winners for Indico. Uh, Fortner and, you know what? I will actually, I will say Marv. Because Marv is... Dude, you need to go back and watch it last year when he did to everybody. <laughs> he killed everybody. Yeah, well, Marv is not the Marv from last year. No, well, I'm going to agree with Fortner is going to win Indy, and I'm going to go with Webb is going to get his sixth. You know right? what? At sixth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixth. You know what? At this point, I can, I can just call Coop for the rest of the year, and it wouldn't surprise me if he just wins. Nope. Not wins every one of them, but like just to make it different. Yep. Uh, I'll call. I'll call Marv. So okay. All right. So let's get into this. Hold, hold on. Break. Before we before we get we into got this. Four minutes, bro. Before we get into this, I got something to say. Oh boy. Did you uh did you hear the rumor that uh, if Tickle because uh, his you know he was on the show yesterday and listened to it, he has his he has his next um court date uh coming up this week. I think it's Tuesday. And if uh. If it goes in his favor, did you hear the rumor that he might run a 250 outdoors? I did hear that, yes. Yeah, what do you think about that? You're a tickle guy, or are you not a tickle guy anymore? I, no, I still like Brock, but I don't know about that ride at 250. Who's he going to ride for? Who's the rumor he's going to ride for? Well, Nobody knows. Because I, I didn't hear a team. I, I, I just honestly heard. think it's kind of doing it his own. Brock's kind of a big guy. Not, Brock's kind of a big dude to be on a 250. Why would you not just buy a 450 and go 450 racing? I don't understand it. There's more money I don't know why he just doesn't go to Canada. Yeah, I would do that too. <laughs> I mean, dude, there's other ways. There's tons of ways. Okay, to so if this is definitely hypothetical, if that is the case, which we have no idea, it's just rumors and shit like that. If he goes right to 250 outdoors, what do you think his best finish is? Because man, he is a big dude to be on a 250F. And I say big dude because he's a big dude and he's older. Tenth, like the best moto finisher. That's just yeah. Because I don't think he has the money to put into a bike to get starts. No, <laughs> no, he's gonna have to work his way through it. And I'm going to say 10th. It would be interesting, though, to see Brock, a uh, former 250 West Coast champion, to see him ride a 250 again. But, yeah, yeah I don't know be, if that's a good idea. Dude, I don't know if it is either. Like, why would you not just get 450, slap an exhaust, and fucking tune on it, and I know. Yeah, I don't know. race? When I heard that rumor, I was like, really? I was like, that did I mean, not he's got to have a relationship with Mitch still and get his suspension done, you would think. Yeah, but I don't see him being on a Cowie, though, because he rides KTMs. doesn't matter. You can get your suspension No, I No, no, no. Whatever. What I'm saying is, is that he rides KTMs, and Pro Circuit oh, obviously doesn't do WP stuff. Yeah, yeah. WP is best. So like I, I don't know. I just heard that. Yeah, rumor. he's got to have a relationship with Red Bull KTM still too. So you would, you think would that hope he would, so. He would be able to get suspension done from them. You would hope so. Um. So all right, let's get into the let's get into the big rumor. Okay. So Jeffrey Hurlings. I guarantee everybody that's watched this that watches this show has heard this rumor. Yeah. Two minutes. What? Oh, we don't have two minutes. Uh, we he goes to get his uh his next checkup tomorrow. Uh, it's not even get his cast off to get a smaller cast put mm -hmm. on. And the next GP round is at Matterley Basin on the 24th of March. If he misses that second round, he'll be going into the third round with a possible 100-point deficit between him and Cairoli. And Hurlings is the shit. But being 100 points down on somebody is almost literally impossible to come back from. JT said 150 was his cutoff point. Yeah, so that would be he would miss Matterley, and then he would miss Balkans Ward. Yes. Which, if he still has a cast on in two weeks, he's missing Matterley and Balkans Ward. Because mm -hmm. Balkans Ward's the week after Matterley. Oh, okay. So, so at 150 points, because we all have to assume that Cairoli's going to go four for four and Moto wins the next two rounds. Well, that's what you would assume. Because did you catch Argentina? I did not. With the way he wrote at Argentina, he went 1-1. One, one. Yeah, I. So, what, uh... What, what do you think about that? Hurling's coming over here. I think it's pretty, the, from what I've heard. Because everybody's talking about a pain in GL. Everybody's talking about it. From what I've heard, he has some pretty big personal sponsors mm -hmm. that are pushing for that if he cannot win the title. Because he would have GPs. no shot. At 150 points, it's, it's impossible. You yeah. can't do it. You Which cannot do it. hilarious. So did you, you didn't listen to Paul. So they went and figured it out. He scored out of a possible 1,000 points last year in the GPS, 900 and did he score 50, 70 something? Yeah, dude, because he, he only 950 something out of a possible 1,000. Yeah, because he only and missed one round. <laughs> yeah, he missed a he missed a round and he only lost four motos. The funny thing is, Cairoli scored nine something too, and got beat by him. And missed around also, so it's like. But again, yeah. Once you, you like you said, if he still has a cast on two weeks from now, he misses Matterly, he misses Volkan's Ward. We assume Cairoli goes one one in yeah. all of these. As much as I'd like to see Geyser win it, I don't think it's happening. So. So. 
And, and so the, that means so you're, you're 150 points down. You got nothing to win at that point. Not only he wants to go for the streak, but dude, he's still young enough where he can go be Everett's record. He's yeah. got enough years left. Go over here. Hey, everybody talks about the battle between him and Tomac. Who's better? Can he beat the state guy? If he comes over here and wins the championship, because at that point he would have all of March off the bike, yep. and then he'd have all of April and two weeks into May to get ready for Hangtown. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think he'd be a hundred percent, but he'd probably be pretty freaking close. Because we know how hurlings can rebound from injuries. If, dude he is like, if he doesn't ragdoll himself practicing again. <laughs> well, the difference is that he would come over here and he'd yeah. be riding at Eldon's. Yep. So his program would be completely different. I'm just going to tell you this right now, and and if it comes out that he's not going to, this really doesn't matter, but will also be great if it comes out and he does, because I think we're going to find out this month if he's coming to the States mm -hmm. or not. I really think by the end of this month, we're going to have an answer. Like I said, I've heard he's got some pretty big oh, personal dude. sponsors that want him over he's here. He's got, like, Kenny-style sponsors over yeah, I don't yeah. know what they are. I don't know either. But he's got a lot of people that, like, you know, there's a lot of money behind that guy. So I'll just tell you this right now, that if we find out that word is he's coming here to the States... Dude, I, I, I'll just call it. It's a wrap. It's over with. I, I just... I don't see anybody beating him. I don't. Real honest. As much as I want to say it, but... Because me and Matt had this conversation. If you look at it, if you look at all the two... Because there's two new ones. WW Ranch and then Paula or Fox Race or whatever you want to call it. If you want to just put it into context, the 12 rounds that we have, if you want to give a favorite, there's two tracks that favor Tomac. Hangtown and Washougal. Other than that, you can literally look at the next 10 or the next 9 or whatever and be like... Yeah, no, her, it favors hurlings. I'll just say it. Like, everybody's like, oh, no great parody, this and that. No, I think it's going to be the complete opposite. I think it, you think 24, no? No, because I don't think hurlings can beat Tomac at Hangtown. Interesting. I think he can go 22 and wow. 2. Was I don't think he can beat him at Hangtown. 22 and 2. Oh, okay. But everywhere else, like, dude, let's be real. Are you gonna are you gonna favor Tomac when we go to when we go to Unadilla over hurlings? No. Are you gonna favor him when we go to Southwick? When we go to Millville? Like, no, you ain't going to favor him when you go to Crawfordsville or Redbud because we've already seen that show. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe Thunder Valley, maybe, because it's Tomax. We know how good Tomac is there. But other than that, like, no, you're you're not, you're not, even being objective, you're not going to favor anybody over hurlings in that. And it might be, like, the exact opposite of what we think, and it might just be a complete dominance. Mm -hmm. So I, I really hope he does. I really hope he comes over here. I, I love watching Hurlings ride. I want to see it. I, every time I get to see it in person, it, it just amazes me watching him ride. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's going to be great for our series because if he comes over here and dominates, it's going to be like, well, that's the fucking nail in the coffin of American motocross. For right now. Yeah. Like, it just is. So, But again, too, okay, so I've heard, I heard this also as an argument point. Cooper Webb's on it now. And Cooper Webb is the only guy on a 250 that ever really chased down and beat Hurlings. And I, I know it was it a man-made track in Charlotte. And, and Hurlings had just ran up the championship. Yeah, but he still is the only guy to do it, and he's got the confidence going right now, especially if he comes off winning this Supercross title. I love Cooper, and I think that if Hurlings doesn't come over, I think he poses a real threat to Eli for the outdoor championship. But... We also know that doing it on a 250F and then doing it on a 450 are two different things. They, they are two different and things. And I've watched her. I will and, give and, you that. And that's the thing. I would love to say, yes, Cooper, the the confidence, getting back to form, being on a good program, It could he could beat Hurlings. But, man, I've watched her. Uh, we've all watched interesting, too, because if Hurlings comes over and he's training with Alden, then him and Cooper training together. I think that they'll be training together, but I don't think there'll be a lot of words exchanged. But also, people have said that Coop and Hurlings are fine now. So I don't know how Maybe. I don't know how real that is. But the thing is, is that I've watched Hurlings do, and we've all seen it, him do things on a 450 that Coop couldn't even imagine. Yeah. So as much as I'd love to say it, I... But you don't think if they're down there riding together, you don't think Coop picks up on some of that? I think he picks up on it, and I think he picks I up think, on a little bit of the technique. Yeah, I think Coop's a pretty smart guy in that aspect. But the problem is, is that I think that... For a midget, he's pretty smart. <laughs> I think I think the limits that Coop would have to push himself to do what Hurlings does for 35 minutes... I think it would work against him. Because I don't think Coop is a big enough guy to do the shit that Hurlings does for 35 minutes. Maybe. I don't know. So it's it just it, interesting. We'll see. But I think we find out at the end of this month. Oh, hopefully. We find out. And if I'd we, like to know. And, dude, if we do, if, if we find out, if, if Racer X drops that press release, Hurlings to America, in parentheses, not a joke, the internet's going to explode. Absolutely. It's going to explode. Absolutely. Oh, my God, dude. We'll have to try to go to, like, six rounds. 
You cannot watch on TV, man. I told you, you go outdoors. I liked indoors. Uh, I, I'll oh, go to every Supercross round. You go the outdoors. Okay. All right. So this has been another episode of the Moto After Vamp Show, presented by TLR Codings. Also back here. And uh, Lee at Protectives. Uh, Cole wasn't on today. He's down in Daytona doing whatever stuff Cole does Fishing. in Daytona. Fishing. I don't know if he fishes. That's what he says, dude. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, um, so yeah, don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, comment. Again, 1,000 subscriber giveaway. Once we get there, we got about another 170, so make sure to share this. Your friends, get them to subscribe. Make a fake account and subscribe. We really don't care. Anyway, uh, there's links down below to support us. Patreon, Teespring, buy stuff on Amazon. Follow us on all the major social media networks. We will be back next week uh, with the Indie Show which we need to talk about when we're filming that because I'm not coming back right, right away on Sunday. But anyway, I will be at Indy, so if anybody sees me, feel free to stop me, say hi. I will be walking around down there. I'll be in and out of the pits everywhere. So, yeah, do that. And uh, all right, cool. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching.